Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Trinity Baptist Church podcast. Thanks for being with us today. I'm joined this time by a friend, a pastor, uh, and a guy who works for Reaching Souls International, one of our missions partners, Marcus Wilson. And I'm so glad that we were able to get together for this so that you can tell us a little bit more about your ministry. Uh, to start out, though, could you just tell us maybe a little bit about yourself? For sure. Well, well Zach, thank you so much for having me on. It's, it's an honor to be here. I'm grateful for for you and church family. And uh, you guys have been a long-time partner with Reaching Souls, and I'm super excited to be here. Um, I, I grew up in West Texas. Uh, I, um, I grew up about 90 miles north of here, a small town called Morse, Texas. Um, Probably 90% of people in Amarillo don't know where Morris is, uh, but it's uh, between Stanette and Groover. Yeah, I grew uh, up in Amarillo, and I can tell you, I heard about Morris for the first time when I met you. Okay, so they, it they, has to be really small. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's about 100 people there, uh, pretty remote. Um, but uh, um, I had the opportunity to um, you know, be um, in the church there in Morris, and First Baptist Church Morris, and uh, came to faith there, was baptized there, disciple there, um, and um, graduated high school, went to college. Um, uh, uh, became a young adult, and and uh, the Lord actually called us back in uh, November of 2020, uh, uh, and I served as a bivocational pastor there in Morris, um, and been there for the last two and a half years, and um, and been with Reaching Souls for the last seven years. Uh, is, so is your church First Baptist Morris? First Baptist Morris, yes. First Baptist Morris. Yeah, First Baptist Morris, yes. Uh, we, we've got about... Oh, probably about 50, 50 uh, people uh, regularly that uh, that, that uh, come on Sunday mornings and um, faithful, hardworking people. They love the Lord and and uh, just uh, love missions, and uh, it's been a great fit for me and my family. Mm, that's great. So, so uh, tell us a little bit more then about uh, Reaching Souls specifically. So we partner with you and have partnered with you uh, as a— um, well, what is your title with Reaching Souls? So, so my uh, um, my title is Associate Director of Development, uh, um, and I, I've been uh, I've been with ministry for seven years. Um, Trinity Baptist actually played a huge role in, in my start with Reaching Souls. Uh, we had our first ever banquet in Amarillo in uh, um, uh, September of 2016, uh, and I started in July of 2016, and and was able to just invite people to come and uh, right over here uh, down the hall you guys hosted us and we got 100 people together and and uh, i think it's your your student uh um, center there uh-huh. uh and uh we um started with the banquet there and uh nate was there and so many of your members uh were here and um you guys uh, just were, were key in us starting uh in west texas uh, building relationships and uh, I think I think your church family has partnered with us for about a dozen years, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm so grateful for um, for you and for Trinity Baptist, and uh, we're, we're grateful for your partnership. Yeah, when I when I started in the missions role here, I think you reached out to me within like the first week of me being in the new in the new role. Uh, we got together and hit it off, so it's been really fun to get to know Marcus more and to support his ministry. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about Reaching Souls specifically, and maybe you can just tell us about Reaching Souls and about what their mission is in particular. Absolutely. So, so we're we're a ministry that's based out of Oklahoma City, um, uh, and we all of our work takes place overseas. Um, but it's not it's not Americans that are the missionaries. Um, it's primarily local indigenous people that are from those countries. We come in, and and they have a they have a passion to see their nation reach for Christ, um, and they have a desire to do that. Uh, so we come alongside them and partner with them, uh, support them, equip them, 
uh, so that they can uh, reach their own country for Christ. Um, we like to say national reaching nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not going to be Americans that, that reach uh, Rwanda for Christ. It's not going to be uh, people from Texas that reach Cuba for Christ. Uh, it's going to be Cubans that reach Cuba for Christ. It's going to be uh, people in, in, in um, countries in Africa and uh, Latin America and Asia that reach their own nations for Christ. Uh, and so we come alongside them and support them so they can do that. Yeah, so what are some of the uh, practical ways that uh, Reaching Souls uh, supports the national evangelists? Yes, uh, so, so we call our local uh, national evangelists, we call them national missionaries uh-huh. uh, because they're, they're native to their country and they're missionaries in their country. Um, and so we support uh, currently uh, 2,389 national missionaries uh, in 14 different countries. Um, uh, that go out and, and, and spread the gospel among their own people. Um, the, these are not employees. They're not, uh, they're not people that we, we pay them to do the work. Uh, they're people that are they're, they're already going out and doing evangelism, doing um, a discipleship, planning churches on their own, um, but they just don't have the time and resources uh, to do it uh, more than just a handful of times a month. Um, so we come alongside them and say, you're already doing the work, you're already being effective. If you had more time and you had the resources that freed you up to spend you know, 12, 12 days, 15 days of the month uh, out doing the work that God called you to do, would that be helpful? And, and it's been incredible what the Lord's done uh, as we support these, these missionaries uh, to go out and proclaim the gospel. And are there countries that you specifically uh, help to oversee? Yes, so, so we're, we're in 10 countries in Africa. Um, uh, we have uh, um, uh, in, the, in the basically sub-Saharan region of Africa, um, uh, so countries like Kenya and, and uh, Uganda and Rwanda and uh, uh, Mozambique, uh, Malawi, uh, Zimbabwe, Zambia, um, uh, Burundi, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. Those are, those are the countries in Africa. Uh, Latin America, we have a couple of countries uh, there as well. Um, and then we've just started in Southeast Asia uh, this, this spring. Um, the Lord has allowed us to build relationships and in countries um, outside of Africa. We began in Africa, um, and the Lord's opened doors for us in Latin America and in Asia, so we're very excited about that. Yeah, so Reaching Souls is growing right now, which is uh, great news. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Reaching Souls initially was ministry to Africa specifically and then has expanded to these other continents. Yes, yes. Uh, and um, our, our mission, uh, if you will, is to reach the maximum people number of people for Christ in the least amount of time in the most efficient way. Um, if that was, uh, um, you, you know, YouTube videos, we'd do that. If that was uh, some other method, uh, we, we, would, we would do that. But what we see from Scripture is, you know, go to all the world, make disciples. Uh, the Lord uses people to spread the gospel. Um, and so we've come alongside uh, since 1986, uh, local indigenous people starting in Africa, and up until about 2010, we were only in Africa. Uh, in the last 13 years, uh, the Lord opened doors in Latin America and, mm-hmm. and now uh, Southeast Asia uh, to take the gospel to the last. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we've talked about this before, but you might have to give me a refresher. So with the, uh, the national missionaries that Reaching Souls supports, you provide them transportation um, as well as some kind of like a wage just to help them like a livable wage, is, is that right? Yes, yes, and so, uh, so, so it looks different by region. Um, so, so in Africa, uh, we give them monthly support, uh, monthly financial support uh, for them to go out uh, 12 times a month 
uh, and share the gospel. Um, uh, many of them go into uh, large marketplaces and have open-air meetings and share the gospel with hundreds of people. And many of them go door-to-door, they go one-on-one, um, they go to rural areas, they go to cities, um, but we support them to go out a minimum of 12 times a month and proclaim the gospel. Um, the support we give them, um, it's, uh, um, it, it's, it's a little bit more than, um, than maybe the average livable wage. It's something that, that we can support them to where they can still be a farmer, they can still sell goods in the marketplace. Um, but now, instead of them doing all of that work, they hire an employee that works in their garden or that works in the marketplace to sell goods, and they spend half their time doing what God called them to do, mm-hmm. share the gospel. Um, and so in, in Africa, for example, um, we give them a bicycle um, so they can travel uh, anywhere and everywhere they can get, uh, usually within 25, 30 miles, depending on the terrain and depending on those things. Uh, they, can, they can spread out over a big geographical area mm-hmm. to uh, share the gospel. Um, we give them a sound system that's portable. Uh, we've retrofitted it to where they can have solar panels that charge the batteries. So we're not buying batteries uh, ever so often. They just they, they go out and proclaim the gospel one day. The next day they charge it, and the next day they're ready to use it again. Um, and we give them uh, um, things to care for their families. We give them uh, mosquito nets to protect uh, missionary and their spouse and uh, the children. Um, and uh, we um, other other benefits if, if they get sick or injured or things like that, we can help them. Um, but then in in places in Latin America and Southeast Asia. A bicycle, either it wouldn't be as effective, uh, or maybe it would be more likely to be stolen. Uh, and so we just give them a little bit more financial support so that they can take the, the subway, the metro, the local transportation, um, uh, maybe a, a boat to go down the river, things mm-hmm. like that, yep. uh, to where they can go to the places where the lost are. Yeah, so y'all are able to tailor to the region yes. uh, and specifically help the, the national missionaries with what they need in their particular region. Absolutely. And uh, we've talked about this before. Um, well, we, we support uh, some people who they particularly work to train pastors, local pastors. Reaching Souls is different in that your emphasis is working with evangelists, with missionaries particularly, uh, national missionaries. And so what you said at the beginning about locals reaching locals, you and I share that vision. Um, and I know that the, the people at Trinity get excited about that too that we can actually come come alongside people who are who grew up there who live there who know the people who know the region and and help them to more effectively reach their neighbors um that's such a great uh thing to be a part of um and so the the next question i want to ask you and you can take this a couple of different directions but uh, in general the question is what's the hardest part of your ministry so you could take this from a personal angle, like what is the most difficult for you and your family in, in serving with Reaching Souls? Or you could take it from a maybe a ministry perspective of what is the hardest thing for the national missionaries. So uh, whatever way you want to take that, I'll Absolutely. just leave the question with you. What, what's the hardest part of your ministry? For sure. Um, I think that for, uh, on the, um, uh, for the national missionaries on their side, they encounter so many uh, incredible challenges. Um, you know, a lot of times we have in America what we call first world problems. Um, the air conditioner goes out, or the yep. Wi-Fi doesn't work, or, or things like that. But uh, but, they, but they're dealing with with real hard, challenging uh, um, problems that they face on a regular basis. Um, we've had missionaries before that um, they, uh, they they've climbed up in the mountains, maybe ten or twelve miles 
because they know there's a people group that's never heard the gospel that they need to go and, and, and meet with and, sh- and share, share Christ with. And we've had missionaries before that have been going down a path where there's bushes on either side, and, and the only way forward is down the path, but there's a, there's a wild dog that is in their way and, and won't let them by, so they have to get off their bike, and they have to find a stick, sharpen it, and kill the dog so they can, they can get, get, get by. Uh, we've had missionaries that... They, they go to cross the river. They have to get off their bike and put their bike above their shoulders and, and across the river. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've had uh, missionaries that have uh, had their homes burned uh, by, uh, by radical extremists that uh, um, don't want Christians uh, in the area. Um, we've right. had uh, um, just the, the things you hear, stories that you think, oh, this is a faraway place. It hit, hits close to home at Reaching Souls uh, because they, they have real challenges, um, real medical issues, real uh, financial personal, um, natural disasters, uh, anything you can think of, uh, I probably have a story about it uh, yep. in some way. <laughs> and so, so that, that's the challenge on the, uh, on the ground with the missionaries. Um, from, from, from my side of things, uh, uh, twofold, uh, you know, number one, personally, um, uh, uh, I'm, uh, um, I'm a bivocational pastor, and uh, um, I'm a husband and a father, and uh, my wife and I have, uh, I have two, two little boys, and and so trying to juggle, uh, um, you know, being a, a great husband, a great father, a, a great pastor, and, and uh, serve well in my little preaching souls uh, is a lot. And uh, um, the Lord has been gracious to me, and, um, but I, I do want um, many people to pray uh, that I can, I can handle both those responsibilities uh, professionally and, and personally as well uh, and do those things uh, that bring honor and glory to Him. But then on, on the reaching souls side, we're all about relationships. We're all about connecting with people. Uh, the way that we grow as a ministry, we're not, though we've been around for, for nearly 40 years, uh, we're not making commercials that you see on TV all the time. We're not dominating the airwaves. Uh, we're more of a grassroots movement. Uh, we grow because we build relationships with people, and they tell their friends about about us. Um, and so uh, for me, the challenge is, you know, my role is to, to build relationships and raise financial support for the ministry. Um, and so uh, I want to meet, meet new people. I want to get to know uh, people well. I want to uh, find out what their heart and their passion is. Uh, and I want uh, people to come alongside us and pray for and financially support uh, these nearly 2,400 missionaries. Yeah. Well, I'll just tell you, Marcus is a connector. <laughs> he's, he's good at that. Uh, he is a very relational person. Um, and so maybe if there's anybody that's listening that wants to connect to Marcus, you can come to me, and I'd, I'd love to get you connected to him and his ministry. Um, one of the other things that we love to do is to hear stories of ways that God is working through your ministry. And so I was wondering if you could tell us a story of uh, how God is working through Reaching Souls right uh, now. Absolutely. A, a couple of stories. Um, uh, one story, this was a, a recent story um, from, from Southeast Asia. Um, we, we began in Southeast Asia this spring. Uh, and uh, we just have a handful of missionaries in Southeast Asia. Uh, it's a new new region for us, um, but but we're seeing um, the Lord already work in tremendous ways. Uh, if you look at Southeast Asia as a whole, you can look up the statistics, but but there are very little Christians uh, in many of these countries. Um, and so uh, we we began partnering in a specific country, and I and I'm not allowed to really say the name over the airwaves. Sure. Um, but uh, um, but uh, we're we're in the region of Southeast Asia, and uh, um, in a very, um, we have missionaries in a big city and in the rural areas. And one of the missionaries in the rural areas, he he um, began to go to even more remote places than he lived, 
to connect with people, to um, have opportunities to to uh, uh, be a witness to them and share the gospel with them. And uh, many people in this region that he went to uh, had, um, uh, he had found they had a lot of medical issues and needs. So he put together a mission team, and, and they went uh, just a few months ago, uh, and they were able to uh, go to this small, rural, remote village, uh, and he served the needs of 11 people. Um, and uh, th- they began to, to go back and check on them. And the second time he went back, uh, after they'd already served their needs once, um, just as you see in the, in the book of Acts and in the New Testament, uh, uh, Christians that, that, that served the needs of those around them had the opportunity to share the gospel. This is what yeah. this missionary did. And 11 of the 11 that they, they were working with, seven of them have responded uh, uh, to, to Christ and, and, and become Christians. And, and uh, for a country that's, that's uh, very much non-Christian, uh, for seven out of the 11 to become believers, is a huge thing, um, and one of the uh, um, one of the uh, families that they ministered to, as they were leaving, they began to weep. Uh, and he told them, "I'll be back. I'm coming back this summer. <laughs> uh, I'll check on you. I'll, I'll be back to care for you, to to pour into you spiritually, and to to, to encourage you." Just as we see Paul and, and others in the New Testament, they, they would leave and they would come back, and they would strengthen uh, the believers. They would they, they would uh, start churches. Uh, and um, in just a few months' time, we've seen a couple hundred people come to Christ, uh, and about four churches started in Southeast Asia. And uh, it's it's amazing what the Lord is doing there, uh, and it's pretty yeah. pretty exciting. You know that the the idea that the missionary can come back, part of that is because you're working with local people. Yes. Like this is their home. You know. Yes. Um, they're not going anywhere because this is where they live, and so that's an advantage. Yes, absolutely. Know? The first mission trip I went on. I felt like I was going to do so many great things, but then when I came home, I realized I was I was overseas for two weeks, and maybe I had an impact, but they had a greater impact on me, uh, and uh, and I was, I was glad to be able to serve, but to be able to support and equip the indigenous um, to reach their own people, um, and, and to be able to be trained and have the resources, uh, they can do it long after uh, we come home. Yeah, for sure. Did you have any other story? Yeah, no, okay. one, one you more said story. Multiple stories. Yeah, so uh, I could be here for days, <laughs> uh, absolutely. But um, we uh, uh, a recent story um, from the country of Burundi, um, and so Burundi, if you're familiar with the uh, geography of, of Africa, it's right next to Rwanda. In the mid 1990s, you know about the Rwanda genocide mm-hmm. and what happened there. Well, the, those tribes that are in Rwanda are also in Burundi. And though uh, you know a quarter of a century has passed, um, uh, almost almost thirty years, um, there's still there's still um, tensions and problems. Uh, but this one missionary, he was a part of a of a smaller tribe, um, and he went into an area um, and uh, began to, to to proclaim the gospel in a place that that's, uh, that's divided over over tribalism over uh, just just the differences in the uh, in the three distinct groups there in Burundi. Um, and he began to go in, and he, and he, he preached from, um, from Luke chapter 19, uh, the, story, the story of Zacchaeus. Um, and we, we know it comes to verse 10, and it says, um, For even the Son of Man came to seek and to save uh, the lost. And uh, we, um, uh, he proclaimed the gospel. He ministered to the people. Um, and and 14, 14 people came to Christ in a place that was high in racial tension, um, because we see that the power of Christ can can knock down any wall and, and overcome any barrier, um, and, and to see division, um, uh, those walls knocked down, 
uh, it's pretty uh, pretty exciting what God's doing. Yeah, and that's so much of what the New Testament is, is this conversation of Gentiles and Jews can become one in yes, Christ, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, just one more question for you. Uh, how, how can our church be praying for you specifically in the months that are coming? Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so we are a year at Reaching Souls, uh, fiscal year. Uh, we're not on a calendar year uh, schedule. So our fiscal year began July 1st. Um, and so we, we, we we're starting over and, uh, you know, we're thankful for, for what the Lord provided. Uh, we have to send out support for nearly 2,400 missionaries. And, and that's not a quarterly or every six months. That's every single month. And so um, just continuing to build relationships to, to uh to strengthen uh, the bonds that we have with current partners uh, and for, for them to be able to, to continue to partner with us and give, it's huge. Um, but in order to grow and to go into these um, hard reach areas and new territories and new countries, um, we need to, uh, we need to have, have more relationships and more friends and, and uh, more opportunities to, to, uh, to, to share what God's doing through reaching souls. And so uh, just that we would um, be, be ready and we would We'd be like the friend at midnight that's knocking on the door and, and uh, just, just have, have the excitement and enthusiasm to, to proclaim the gospel in all these countries of the world that, mm-hmm. that, that our friends here will, will, will share with us, uh, share with us their, their, their prayers for the missionaries, share with us uh, financially and invest in the ministry, and, and share with us uh, um, just that they're friends that, that are like-minded, that are passionate about seeing Christ made known around the world, um, and and everything that we do is by relationship, um, and we want to um, be able to, to do that with more people. And uh, is there a way that people from Trinity can be plugged in to what's going on with you and your family? Uh, maybe they can come to me and get signed up for a newsletter or something if they want to be following along with what's going on with you. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and so with Reaching Souls, uh, you can go to our website. You can sign up that way. Uh, you, can, you can let Zach know, and, and uh, he can he can put put us in touch and. You know, we have we have newsletters, we have online publications, we have all those things, um, and then I'm available. Um, you know, I don't drink coffee, but I love to meet <laughs> for coffee, and so uh, yeah. I'm happy to, to meet with anyone that wants to uh, to get to know me, get to know reaching souls, and and uh, um, if the Lord, uh, you know, probing at your heart to to know more, uh, I'm happy to have a conversation. And and just because we meet and talk doesn't mean you have to partner with us forever. But but if you if you wanna um, just explore uh, a potential. Uh, uh, um, excited thing that God's doing uh, through Reaching Souls. I'm happy to meet for lunch or coffee or uh, anytime. Okay. Well, I'm fresh out of questions, so we've made it all the way through to the end here. And uh, I'll just tell you, I was joking with Marcus before we hit record that it feels like he knows everybody. I mean, we walked into Trinity and Tana Murphy's sitting there and, he, you know, Tana's like, hey, Marcus. And so Anyways, I, I feel like Marcus probably should be connecting me to everybody uh, instead of me connecting uh, people to him. But uh, honestly, there might be more people at Trinity that know you than know me. And uh, that's a good thing. You're a good connector. And uh, we'll definitely be praying for you. And I appreciate you making time to come on and talk about reaching souls in your family and your ministry. For sure, Zach. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. And uh, we pray for your, your church often. We love you all. We're thankful. Uh, thank you guys for your time. All right. That's it. We'll see you next time for the next episode.